No one likes to talk about accountability. It's become kind of a dirty word. We like being given credit. We can stomach a friendly criticism. Most people, though, rebel against accountability, personally and professionally. You probably know where this is going. I'm Michael Quinn Sullivan with a reflection on life and liberty. Yeah, yeah, I I know. I get it. The election's over, and some people are wondering why I'm talking about accountability now. It's because the need for political accountability never ends. Frankly, the lack of political accountability is destroying our nation. In part, it's because we treat the art of governing like a game. Most of us focus on the major leagues, the elephants versus the donkeys. A few people enjoy the minors, the teams with less sexy names like Greens and Libertarians. In the gamification of politics, though, none of us actually want to be seen as criticizing our own team. We vehemently condemn the others, even when it's our team that's stabbing us in the back. First, we need to back off from the political teams and sides and remember that as citizens, we're the masters and guardians of this republic and our rights, not the politicians or the bureaucrats. And there are real differences between the beliefs of Republicans and Democrats, but we should always focus on the policies. Second, we must stop treating politicians like celebrities. They're our servants. If at lunch a waiter spills coffee on your colleague's lap and laughs about it, you're unlikely to leave a tip or even visit that restaurant again. It's not personal. You just don't want to take the risk of wearing coffee. Third, it's easier to blame someone else for not delivering on political promises. It's easier to assign fault to politicians from somewhere else than to admit that we might have made a bad choice in a previous election. If the incumbent on our ballot was a disappointment, doesn't that mean we failed? So, in defiance of rationality, we re-elect our own incumbents while wanting everyone else to ditch theirs. We want political accountability to be what other voters do to their incumbents. We don't want to upset our servants. Instead, we should treat electing politicians just like we do hiring employees in our businesses. When an employee doesn't work out, the business owner or hiring manager doesn't take it personally. Those things happen. The resume and the interview were great, but the employee failed to perform. Move on to someone who will. The results of an accountability mindset come to fruition on Election Day, but it actually starts the day after the election. We must be in constant communication with both our elected officials and our fellow citizens. We must continually remind the politicians of our expectations and encourage our neighbors and friends to do likewise. The politicians are not our friends in this instance, but our employees. We must be tracking the servant's performance, or lack thereof, and ensure they know that we know what they're doing in our name, for better or for worse. Yes, there's an entire industry in our state and national capitals devoted to shielding politicians from civic accountability. But those efforts only work when we as citizens aren't ourselves paying attention to the process and the results. In this self-governing republic, accountability must be our civic watchword. We must give credit where it is due, assign blame for failure, and always do so by putting the ideals of liberty, 
whose ideals of America first. If you like the Reflections podcast, be sure to subscribe, rate it, leave a review, and encourage your friends to listen. The Reflections podcast is presented by Texas Scorecard and was produced today by Luke Marshall in the 1836 studios. I'm Michael Quinn Sullivan. Thanks for listening.